Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Ariana. And we're two 20-something Midwest friends who have a lot to say. This podcast talks about life, college, travel, feminism, social justice, relationships, and of course, literature and writing. Come join us on our podcasting journey. Yes, so come join us on this podcasting journey. So this episode, books, although we love them, sometimes they can be overhyped. Let's face it. So in this episode, we're going to talk about books that we believe have been overhyped or books that are currently being overhyped. And, you know, although this is called the Unproblematic Podcast, <laughs> some people might find this episode quite problematic. This one is going to be very problematic. In fact, the title is called The Book Roast, which I thought sort of implied like a book burning. But that's not what that means. We're not here to um, cancel as the kids say anything, we're just here to talk about our own opinions. So completely like subjective, but just books that we were really disappointed in. So anyway, that's what we mean by book roast. We're just, we're criticizing. We're not canceling. Anyhow, before we get started, um, we wanted to first declare and recognize that black lives matter today and always, um, black people deserve justice. Breonna Taylor deserves justice. Um, I'm sure everybody has heard about the, the verdict or the not verdict that happened that was just inexcusable that did not bring any of Breonna Taylor's murderers to justice. Um, so we, we are here to recognize that important event that has happened recently and we are, we are looking forward to, um, to moving towards greater justice for the black community and specifically Breonna Taylor. Yes, I think Kaylee put that into clear, straight words, Black Lives Matter. And we wanted to talk about this like very, very quickly because we thought it would be very tone deaf of us, tone deaf of us not to address the elephant in the room because although this is going to be a lighthearted episode, we do need to address what is currently going on. And even if you have a small platform, I think it's only right to talk, to use your voice to bring awareness to injustice, no matter um, how large your platform is. So thank you, Kaylee, for um, declaring that Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, like Ariana said, even though it's a small platform, I think we're like averaging around 45 listeners an episode or something like that. Um, we really mm -hmm. appreciate all of you, and we also definitely feel um, responsible to use whatever platform that we have to the best of our ability. So... Yeah. So to begin uh, with current reads and watches, Ariana, would you like to start us off with one read and one watch? We had to limit this down because we <laughs> were spending so much time on this. So we've decided to limit it to one read and one watch. Yes, because uh, we we're like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be very short. And then like an hour later, we're like, oops. <laughs> so I'm gonna be very quick. So <laughs> what I'm currently reading is To Hell with the Hustle by Jeff Jefferson Bethke. And this is about um, hustle culture. And it's a Christian book, um, but you don't have to be a Christian to read it. And this book is just talking about how to use your time efficiently and not letting um, the fast pace of life and social media influence us to run ourselves into the ground. Um, it's prioritizing what we find important, but also like maintaining self-care. Um, and what I'm currently watching, per usual, is Criminal Minds. I love it. I'm on season six now. And my favorite two characters are Prentice and Hotch. And Reed, obviously. So, Obviously. Um. <laughs> what, are you, what are you reading and watching, Kaylee? 
I'm reading On Photography by Susan Sontag, which I love. It's been like, I mean, it's been really good. It's been turning me into more of a Luddite than I already am in terms of like my skepticism towards um, like social media and then the ways that we view images and how it affects the way that we think and our perception of beauty and what is cliche and what's overdone. Um, And I just, I really like what she has to say about how photography and the prevalence of taking pictures has affected the middle class and how it has encouraged so much tourism and this element of like, of going to a place simply to take pictures and, and thinking that taking pictures makes the experience real and sort of ignoring the, the greater experience and the other senses that go into experiencing something. Um, and, and not just like the visuals and the, the aesthetics, but actually like processing and internalizing something as we used to do um, before our culture became so image saturated. So I'm going to stop there because I could talk about this book for a long time. But yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. And then I'm watching Black Mirror. I think I talked about this in the last episode, but I really like that show. It's really weird. And a lot of people recommended it to me because it's really weird. And yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I uh, when you said really weird, I'm, it reminded me of this other show I'm watching. I'm not going to talk about it in this episode, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, <laughs> you just mentioned pot- it. What is the show? It's called Ratchet. Like it's about a nurse in the 1940s, and she works in a mental hospital, but she she's kind of torturing her patients. Oh my like, gosh, and like torturing the people who work in the hospital but they don't know it like she's very sneaky with it and like at first they weren't gonna hire her so you know what she did she's like oh like she put like a um a type of medicine to make this guy's blood pressure lower because she knew that like it would do that and it made him pass out so she like brought him uh, uh resuscitated him and so they hired her but i'm like she only got hired because she was you know acting crazy and doing stuff to like put patients in like in danger <laughs> because she was like i'm just gonna volunteer and then she put that in their cup and then she's like i'm here to save the day and i'm just <laughs> like the the viewer sees everything that's coming that's going on behind the scenes but then like you see that she wants to work in the hospital for an alternative motive but you have to watch it to find out what that motive is um but it's definitely creepy considering you know they're doing lobotomies and stuff like that and uh, yeah it's on netflix it's very good Ooh. okay interesting yeah i have to look that up um but okay so to get us started on overhyped books i i am so glad ariana shares this opinion with me because i have like resented I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just when something's popular and it's everywhere and it's inescapable and and you don't like it, it's like it, get, it does get irritating after a while. But so this writer's name is John Green. I'm sure everybody remembers him from The Fault in Our Stars. But he also wrote um, An Abundance of Catherine's, Paper Towns, Looking for Alaska, and Looking for Alaska has actually become a TV show recently. So I guess he still is pretty um, prevalent in terms of, like, pop culture. But Oops. I, like, 
is just so overhyped. And I get it's young adult fiction. It's not supposed to, like, teach you anything important. But, like, I'm sorry. But when you have your two characters making out in Auschwitz, I think was the concentration camp where they went. And... In the fall on our stars? Yes. Yeah. No, no, it was at Anne Frank's house. Is it Anne Frank's house? Okay. Yeah. That, like, looking back at that now, I was like, what made you think that this was a good idea? But you know when you read the book and you're, like, watching it when you're, like, 12 or 13, that's when the movie came out. Everyone's like, that's so romantic. I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's so But besides that scene, yeah, I'm not going to lie, besides that scene... I did. That was the only book of John Green's that I enjoyed uh, because I felt like, no, I did enjoy that one. But the other ones, I felt like I wasted my money. Like I bought Paper Towns and An Abundance of Catherines and Looking for Alaska after I had read The Fault in Our Stars. And I was highly disappointed. I was so disappointed. Those books, who only dates girls named Catherine with a K? Not Catherine with a C. You know, that's so. Yeah, it is a it, little. It was so bland. The characters are so bland. Right, and it's it's also psychotic to make out in Anne Frank's house. Like, as someone who's been to Anne Frank's house, I just don't even understand how you pulled that off, for one thing. Because, like, I mean, you're supposed to be quiet. You're walking in a single-file line that is pretty crowded. Like, it's not like, like you, other- I mean, it reminds me of, like, those teenagers who are making out in lines at, like, roller coaster. Oh, my um, God. Like, in but the others, you know, like. Yeah, that level inappropriate. of like and inappropriateness, and like, but the, yeah, my siblings and I sorry. made like a um spoof off of the Fault in Our Stars called the Fart in Our Cars, where we like <laughs> wrote this like whole spoof of John Green, and it was the same kind of dumb metaphors where it's like, I looked at her and her eyes were so green, like the grass and the sky and all of the universe combining into one little pupil of greenish gold that I had to lean in and kiss her, like just that sort of overwordy, like ridiculous style but i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed the fall in our stars i know why i'm sorry i mean to be fair i read it when i was 12 <laughs> so now i'm 21 so i don't know how i feel reading it now but i did enjoy it then it, i'm just saying that one scene was very unproblem un- i mean it was not no 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 it was very problematic i'm not unproblematic it was problematic but the other thing is is that it's the people started clapping. Do you remember that? And they started clapping when they kissed at Anne Frank's, at um, where Anne Frank and her family had. Yeah, that is so. That's even more tone yeah. deaf. Like that is there's crazy. No way that there's John nothing went to Anne's- romantic about. There's, there's nothing romantic about that. There's no way that John Green even went to Anne Frank's house. Like, how could you come up with this experience based off of? The actual place. Like, he knows nothing about Europeans. Europeans would not clap for two Americans kissing. Europeans <laughs> would get say, get out. Like, But the other thing is, I had also been to Anne Frank's house, just like you. And it was dead silent. And I had chills because you hear the audio right. recordings. Right. Like, this was not, nowhere in my right mind would I have thought, you know what? That couple over there making out? Wow, I'm gonna clap for them. Yeah, like that's that so was just so problematic. What? Yeah, no, ridiculous. But the other ones, the paper towns was also bad. I'm not gonna like it was just this boy was chasing after this girl who knew 
she didn't care about him whatsoever and like just let it go you wasted your high school experience on a girl who didn't even like you yeah and let it go initial conversation about like this place is just such a small town I just want more from my life than this place on a map you know (laughs) it's like it's just like it's so cliche it's so like and two high schoolers saying like, oh, I don't want to grow up and have a nine to five. Well, congratulations. The economy dipped and no one is going to have a stable <laughs> nine to five. Like that wasn't enough for you. Congrats. All of us are going to be stuck working jobs that don't have like, any kind of stability um, for the future. So <laughs> and, that's your wish. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that you know what? I know. I I wish I would have got my. I wish there's this program where you could get your money back for books you didn't like. I know I should have probably just got it from or the library. No, back. no, I had to purchase it with my own money. I had to purchase it. Yeah. All um, right. But the have, next um, book on my did you? Huh. That's what I was gonna say. Like City of Bones. Yes, the City of Bones by Cassandra Clare. Another book I want my money back on because I picked this up because, you know, like, it's not dystopian, but it was during that time when, like, the Hunger Games and Divergent and all that stuff was popular. And people were saying that this was very good. So I was like, you know, I got to read it. And, you know, I love a good love triangle. But this book was so bad. Like, I couldn't even finish it. Like, I just, I just didn't, I know it was a fantasy novel, but, like, I just didn't even believe the characters at all. Like, it was just so bland to me. The plot was boring. And my thing is, if I couldn't get through the first book, I don't know how others got through the rest of the series. Because there's, like, five books. And the first book was pretty thick. Like, I mean, when I was younger, I had this thing where I had to push through books, even if I didn't like it. But this was so bad, I couldn't even finish reading it. Yeah, same. I ha- I still have that thing where I try to finish a book. Like it really takes a lot for me to um like give up on a book. And it was just like it was the plot was like oh, like her best friend was in love with her and she falls in love with this other guy who's like a bad boy. And you know, there's like demons and angels and you know all that extra stuff in there and I was just like oh this is not for me that sounds like literally every young adult fantasy fiction plot ever no no okay I I feel like this is the best episode to read this but I made a spoof off of Hunger Games like I like the Hunger Games okay off of Wattpad I guess like fan fiction of the Hunger Games Oh, hang on. I'm screaming. But I don't know. It's just, I remember I was like, oh, this book must be so good. I don't know why this stuck with me, but I still remember that the author said she wrote her first book in pen. So, like, she didn't type it on the computer. She said she went through, like, 20 ink pens or 30 ink pens writing this novel. That seems so, like, gratuitous. And the- I don't know why that's the thing that I remember from it. I remember it said it on the inside before you start reading. Um, but is there a book series that you want to talk about before we go on to another one that we both 
yeah, that was terrible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this real quick, that because like I feel okay. like it's relevant. Um, I made this as like a spoof off of my my many seventh grade and eighth grade hours spent reading Wattpad. Crack. Okay, picture it. Picture it. Crack. A twig snaps in the woods. I jerk my wavy blonde head, my hair neatly set into a braid down my back to see what could be behind me. The forest seems still, but I know better. I'm not like other girls. My dad taught me manly skills, like hunting <laughs> and severing a human head before he died. I'm sorry. <laughs> now it's up to me, a shy 14-year-old girl, to take care of my family. Ferns rustling nearby alert me to the presence of another person. I smile. I can tell by his smell. Cotton candy vape. Argon, I know it's you. He steps behind the tree, emerald green eyes shining, his olive skin dewy in the noon light. He's ethnically ambiguous. A lot of people are, since the war. His blue-black hair is messy, but not unattractively so. How do you do that, he asks. I thought I was being so quiet. I smirk, but then I'm sad. We have to be more careful, Argon. The Jeepers Creepers are getting stricter by the day. You know we could be skinned alive for being outside during quarantine. Argon lowers his head. He doesn't always think about things like this. He helps his mom at his family craft shop, so he has softer skills, like knitting a sweater or doing payroll. He would be useless out here in the woods. When do you think this quarantine will end, he asks sadly. It's personal for him. His older brother was skinned alive one night by the Jeepers Creepers when he went outside to rescue an old woman from where she had fallen by the side of the road. Boron was a good man. He didn't deserve to die. I should be softer to Argon, but I can't help it. My father raised me to be shrewd and callous. It's what has kept me alive. Come on, I take Argon's hand. Let's go pick some fresh fruit for our families before the town draft today. The draft had been going on for hundreds of years. The Jeepers Creepers, who are the military for the violent majority, put all of the names of beautiful young girls in a large glass bowl and pick one every week. Some women have serious burn scars on their faces or have chopped their own limbs off to keep themselves from being deemed attractive. I've never had to worry because of my nose that's too small, my eyes that are too luminous, and my cheekbones that are too clearly defined. My hair is too luscious, rippling like a waterfall, and my skin is too fair and rosy, like a garden. My body is perfectly formed like a sculpture of a Greek goddess. No, I'm not beautiful by any means. Just a plain Jane. But when it comes to the draft, <laughs> my plainness saves my life. We all gather together in the town square. Most women want to be drafted, eager to please the violent majority, because winning means a free trip to Las Vegas. Vegas is the capital of the violent majority empire, far away from the humble, ugly Appalachian mountain range where the less thans live. But I'm not like other girls. Sometimes I think I don't have a heart. But two years ago, when I was walking through the woods, I stumbled upon an old man bleeding to death. I tried to form a tourniquet from a used needle I found in the grass and some of my used hankies I had brought, but he only cried out in pain louder. As his life was slipping away, his wrinkled aging face contorted in pain, he told me, Turmeric, listen to me. The times are changing. You are the one. The one who must save all the less thans from the regime of the violent majority. You have in you more than all the scholars and scientists and religious leaders who have been studying and working towards this in the past century. You are 14 and you have far greater wisdom than all who came before you. 
and did silly things like read books and manage hospitals and study biology and astronomy. You are better than all of them, Turmeric. You must save us. Standing in the square, watching as the Jeeper Creeper reaches into the glass bowl, I remember this moment. The man's wrinkled face is so vivid in my mind, I can almost imagine he's standing in front of me. But it's only another old man with a wrinkled face also. That was it. That, that was my Wattpad debut. Uh, <laughs> I'm hollering. Because <laughs> that was definitely written. <laughs> like, when, wait, when did you write this? I, I actually wrote it recently as a joke. Like, I, I could tell it was a satire, but I mean, that's very funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Some some tropes of the genre of the the young high schooler. I'm not like other girls. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. 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 So, do you want to go? <laughs> So some, some, you already talked about what you were reading. Um, yeah. Okay. So this, um, this book I thought was overhyped, and also like I was pretty disappointed in just because I had some somewhat high expectations. But the Crazy Rich Asian series, like I was sort of like I felt like it was just kind of shallow, and it sort of seemed to just like like, reiterate some stereotypes that Americans have about Asian people, you know? Because, like, it didn't... I mean, the character development wasn't very good. Like, they weren't very deep characters. They pretty much just cared about, like, money. And, and yeah. So, I, I don't know. I feel like it was sort of disappointing because I was expecting, like, some kind of, like, conflict in the plot. And some kind of growth in the characters. But, like, they literally just go from New York to Taiwan and spend a bunch of money. And that's pretty much it. And then, like, you think they're going to break up, sort of, at the end. But, of course, they don't. Um, yeah. What did you think of Crazy Rich Asians, Ariana? I mean, I didn't think it was bad. Like, I mean, I haven't read the other books in the series yet. But it was just one of those light reads. I mean, I didn't. I don't have a strong opinion about it like you do. Um, it was just kind of one of those light reads. It doesn't take much to, you know, you don't really have to think while you read it. But, I mean, it was enjoyable, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, this is the best book I've ever read. But, I mean, would I read it again? Probably not. But, you know, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But the next book we read, oh my god, it was horrible. Normal people. <laughs> this book was overhyped this summer. It's and another book I wish I had gotten my money on back on because I read this and every time Kaylee was like, You ready to read the next chapters? I was like, Can we stop? Can we can we stop reading this book? It really shouldn't have taken us this long to read it, but it was so bad it was, I couldn't. It was pretty bad. The characters were crappy. The setting was crappy. <laughs> I just didn't like anybody in the book. No one was likable. Yeah. And something that I thought was so ironic is, like, 
literally the title of the book is normal people but the way she wrote it like without quotation marks was sort of this like incredibly painfully dry like understated (laughs) humor if you can call it humor more so just like layers and layers of irony that just make you want to jab something sharp into your eye like it it's not accessible to normal people that like her style of writing is very like like cerebral and in your head and you have to like read a lot into it which almost makes you wonder is there actually nuance here or is it just that people are thinking like they're missing something because you know like people are telling you it's nuanced (laughs) and so you're like I must miss the point because this really just seems like a young adult read um but it's like the style without quotation marks without like character development without like I mean it's not accessible to normal people it's sort of pretentious and like the fact that she just dropped famous writers names without contextualizing them at all without really getting into like why the characters liked them or how that even like played a role in the story as a whole like it was just very I don't know and then like the whole little thing at the end where, like, she's trying to be meta by including this little seminar about how no novel can fix anything. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you proved it with this because this fixes nothing. Like, at least your book can't fix anything because it, it like, made no points. It did nothing. It, <laughs> but. Yeah. I'm, I'm I just, mean, I just. Yeah incredibly hurt that like people called her Salinger because I love Salinger and she is nothing like Salinger like his whole writing voice was like intimate and personal and like and and sort of putting that pretentiousness aside and that wasn't her at all oh god but (laughs) Yeah, the next thing I see that you have is Twilight. I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I haven't read Twilight because when it was really, really popular, um, I was not allowed to read it, but I did watch the movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I but... wasn't allowed to read it either. I've like just read portions of it, and I've read a lot of like fan fiction based off of it on Wattpad and also watched the movies, but like ironically like not ironically just like I wanted to see what they were and it was so funny like it is so poorly done it's hilarious um the writing is so bad like the script in the third movie when she yells at um Taylor Lautner's character Jacob whatever his name is like you named my baby after the Loch Ness monster like wow where did that from <laughs> it like did not fit the vibe <laughs> at all of like if she was legitimately angry and then she says that and everything just kind of falls flat <laughs> um <laughs> I mean I don't feel like I can comment on Twilight because I did not read the books but since you read por- portions of it I'm going to take your word for it. But I do recall hearing my professor talk about for our editing class, she had her students 
edit Twilight. She said, by the end, you can take out half the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's not wrong. Someone said, I saw this thing, this meme on Bookstagram. It was like, if I had to talk about how many times Stephanie Meyer said, and I gazed, and I gazed. <laughs> <laughs> How many times she has said that throughout the novel? It was gonna be a lot, but <laughs> yeah, I could pay for my um college tuition. I'm screaming because Twilight's pretty thick, so you might actually yeah. be able to, like a dollar per reference. <laughs> oh my god! And, but I can definitely see it saying that because, like, Edward gazed at me, blah blah blah, blah blah blah, and he gazed. I- man poor Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson like it's really kind of ruined their life (laughs) I mean I don't think I don't think it ruined their lives because I was about to call him Edward (laughs) Robert is still you know doing a lot of acting like he is on Netflix he just came out that what's it called devil within or something the devil I don't know I'm yeah, that one with um, Tom Holland. Uh, yes, Tom Holland. I heard that was really good. I mean, I'm not into horror, so I'm not going to watch it. But Yeah, I'm not into horror either. I- so yeah, thanks for listening to our book roast. We had a really fun time discussing books, as we always do. Thank you to BB and Mom and Grandma, the consistent listeners on this podcast, <laughs> and anyone else who consistently listens. We appreciate you. Um, if you have any thoughts or comments, please feel free to DM the Unproblematic Podcast Instagram page or either of us individually. Um, I'm on Instagram as Lit Nonsense for my book review account, and Ariana is on Instagram as AJ Reads for her book review account. So definitely go check those out. Thank you for listening to this episode. We appreciate you all greatly. So we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and, you know, If you have any suggestions on what book topics to talk about next, just let us know. And as Kaylee says, signing off. Peace.